I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. I'm Heather Steinker, and I am simplifying systems for solopreneurs and keeping moms from crumbling all at the same time. And it's a wonderful day. It's sunny. The pool is being built, so it is just banging away out there. So if you guys hear some banging, you know why. But also talk about banging. I have a banging good guest today, and her name is Kimberly Day. And before I bring her on, I'm going to just introduce her to you. So Kim is an award-winning author of Write and Grow Rich, How to Use a Book to Supersize Your Brand, Your Business, and Your Bank Account. Kim helps coaches, consultants, and service-based entrepreneurs overcome the daily struggle of finding their next client, stand out from the crowd in their industry, and increase visibility, credibility, and authority by publishing a book. For 13 years, she was one of usually a dozen at financial advisors at every networking event, struggling to compete for clients in an overcrowded and skeptical market. After publishing her first book, The Financial Fitness Playbook, The Ultimate Guide to Winning the Money Game, she was able to double her income in less than 12 months using the same strategies she now teaches in her new book and signature program. If you want to attract an endless stream of ideal clients, speaking engagements, referral partners, and media coverage into your business, then a book might be the right marketing strategy for you. Isn't that amazing? Welcome. I'm so excited to have you, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm super excited. Yes. And we kind of like, we've met on a whim and it's been kind of a fast friendship roller coaster since we met. And I love it so much. Um, why don't we just kind of dive in? And I'm going to start with an icebreaker, which is, what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh my God, it's a hard toss up. I, it's a toss up between chocolate chip is what first came to my mind, but then my best cookie memories is an Oreo dunked in milk Ooh. and, you know, taking it apart, twisting it off and licking all the frosting out of the middle. And then yeah. sometimes or sometimes not eating the rest of the cookie. That's awesome. That's the first time someone has said an Oreo. I love it so much. It's just a nice little icebreaker. I don't usually tell people I ask because they're like, wait, what? I'm like, well, chocolate chips usually the go-to, but that's why memory is in there. So, so you and I met on a networking zoom, like we all now network on virtual and we um, connected and now we are, well, we're pretty much going to be doing lots of stuff together. So we had mentioned in your uh, bio that you teach people how to write books. And I do. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that and just kind of a little bit about like, we kind of dipped into your background, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a strange, uh, it was a strange beginning because for over 13 years, I was a financial advisor. And like you mentioned in the bio, I was always uh, out at networking events. And if you can remember way back in time to when we used to network in person, and if you've ever been to a live networking event, you'll probably recognize that there was usually like five or six financial advisors at every event. 
So I was always like in this highly competitive market. And then of course, being in finance, it's a longer sales cycle. People take a lot longer time to warm up to you when you're trying to get information about their finances, because not everybody's finances in the background is what their uh, outward appearance um, is for real. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would find that things like, you know, whether you're making 50,000 a year or $250,000 a year, uh, people are just broke at a different level. They're driving a fancier car, living in a more expensive house, but they're still spending right up to that income level. So not always people want to open up to you with that, with respect to that. So I found that by publishing that first book, the financial fitness playbook, it was an opportunity for me to kind of um, stand out from the crowd from my competition because now because I was published and even though all of that information had come from my brain and onto paper, for some reason, people perceive an author to be an expert, a credible expert. And so that kind of up, up and amped my game, which allowed me to be able to double my income in that really short period of time. And it was pretty amazing. Absolutely. I think that when we're looking at people or if they like, you see a picture of their book behind them, you're like, oh, they have a book. Wow. That's awesome. Like that's, that, that must be saying they have something important to say. And, you know, we talked about your, uh, book program and it's so unique and interesting. And I think it's amazing. And, um, I'm going to be joining in on your next one and we'll talk about that a little later. So I'm super excited. So guess what guys, Heather's going to have a book. So <laughs> no, we'll it's super, it's super awesome. And it is, it's that wow factor that a book, um, provides for you and for your reputation, because people think writing a book is hard they think it's, it takes a lot of effort. And actually, if you follow a system, it's not as hard as it sounds, but I think back to, in my time of, uh, of working in the finance industry, my mentors and role models that I looked up to people like Susie Orman in the States and, uh, Gail Vaz Oxlade in Canada, or David Bach or Robert Kiyosaki, all the big finance gurus, the celebrity financial experts all had one thing in common. And that was that published book and sometimes multiple published books, a series of books. So it was something that was super amazing. It created transformational results in my business. And so I'm like super, it, it created such transformational results that I realized I didn't actually love finance as much as I thought I did. <laughs> and what I really loved was the whole like, how do you go and attract more customers? So the marketing part was the really, really exciting part for me. So much so that I completely did a 180 or if not a 360, whatever you want to call it um, in my life. And I decided to completely switch careers and become a book coach. So, which is really weird to say financial advisor to book coach, like crazy transformation story, but it was, uh, I'm super passionate about helping other entrepreneurs overcome the barrier of client attraction and lead generation, which is what most people struggle with, right? They're an expert in their, they're an expert at what they do, but the marketing part and how to get new clients is where they struggle. So this helps solve that problem for a lot of people. And it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's, I love doing it. I think that's important to remember too. Cause like for me, I have a sales and marketing background and you, when you said that you're financial, I used to work, I used to market alongside financial advisors when I worked in the legal industry, cause target market attorneys, right? Are you going, you know, to go and open your own firm? Do you need a loan? Like, right. And so I would consistently like be networking with financial advisors and I like marketing was no problem. Like, this is what I can sell or let me introduce you to this person. But like when I started my business, 
the back end stuff. Like I know how to do it, but like for your business side, like what you need and all those pieces. So for me, that was something I needed help for. So on the other end of things, if you don't, if you know how to do all that stuff, but don't know how to market, then you need some help with there. And I think being able to, it's also a different type of, I mean, space when you're in the financial world or legal world, it's all very just surface because you're, you know, persona professional. And so, you know, trying to elevate them and ego. So what's better than to go after and say, Hey, don't you want to have a book and write all about all the things that, you know, I mean, Well, and it's it's funny that you say that too, because especially in like the financial and legal industries, uh, they're very male dominated. So I know, you know, we're talking mostly here to mompreneurs and um, women entrepreneurs, but um, a a big struggle for me in that industry was that it was very male dominated. So how do you, again, rise up to the top and become the perceived cream of the crop, if you will, in an industry where for, you know, and I, I, it's not about man bashing at all. Please don't get me wrong. No, with no, that. No. But it's a, just about, um, it's just a naturally a more male dominated industry. So I had, I had to work even that much harder to win customers and win trust over the men in my industry. So again, the book was that credibility building piece, that expert positioning, the, how do you, how do you become the thought leader in your space and um, attract better quality clients using that as a marketing strategy. And it was, um, it was a game changer for my business and which is why I'm so excited about helping other people do that. And whether you're, you know, whether you're in a male dominated industry, um, you know, whether you're doing a home-based business or a side hustle, no matter what the, the book just elevates you to that next level and, and helps you get those clients that you're looking for. So it's pretty awesome. Absolutely. And yes, hundred percent male dominant because like most of the attorneys I worked with were men and most yeah. of the office were women like the paralegals and the, and the legal assistants. But, you know, I did have some pretty powerhouse um, attorneys, but they were in these spaces where like they really had to like, it was just a type of person that you really have to like stand strong. But now that I'm thinking about it, like all the financial advisors that I marketed with, they were all men. I don't think I knew None that stick out to me that were like out in front, like, like in the marketing field with me, I think they were all men. And that's just the way it was. I mean, this is also years ago, women are coming up and it's a different, this is before all the movements and all the things, right? This is when's like social wasn't even really a big, big, big thing yet. So I think now that it's changed, women are like, what the 2% is what you hear when you're trying to get up to six figures and we're all just trying to grow and help each other and yeah. Why not write a book and have, you know? Absolutely. And the book, you know, another thing that was, that was really powerful for me with respect to the book is that it was a really good door opener for not just clients, but for partnerships, for collaboration and joint venturing. So, you know, working with, in my industry, with mortgage brokers and realtors and lawyers and estate planners, I could use that book to get appointments and get past their gatekeepers, if you will. So if you're looking to introduce yourself and partner with more powerful people um, and you send them a copy of your book, it 
always makes it past the gatekeeper where think about the times where you're calling oh i'd like to speak to you know mr smith about setting up an appointment and the and the secretary or the administrative assistant whether it's a man or a woman is going oh well he's very very busy and probably isn't going to talk to you all of a sudden you're sending them a signed and autographed copy of your book you're you're right past the gatekeeper it lands on that person's desk and all of a sudden you're getting the appointment so so many, so many strategies that you can use to, to amplify your business and get speaking engagements like this, you know, so many platforms, whether it's radio, TV, uh, podcasts, um, online, and lots of it's online now. So you don't even need to be traveling somewhere to do a TV or radio appearance. You can quite literally do it from the comfort of your own home on a zoom platform and, and all of a sudden get all sorts of coverage for yourself um, just by being an author, these guys have platforms that they need to put content on every day, every week, every month, and they're looking for expert content. And when you walk through the door with a book and go, Hey, you know what? I'm an expert at this topic matter. They pay attention. And all of a sudden you're getting booked and now you're leveraging time because you're on other people's platforms. My PR and media coach called it OPP other people's platforms. It always yeah. reminds me of the song, right? Who's down with OPP? Yeah, yeah you, you know, know me. <laughs> right? So now if you're getting on other people's platforms, you're not just in front of your own audience, you're leveraging the audience of other people. And now not only that, on my, on my platform, I can say as much as I want, hey, I'm Kim, I'm this awesome expert book coach and you should hire me. But when I'm on your platform or someone else's platform and I'm introduced as the expert, it ups your credibility even one more notch. So there's so many variables that go into this, but they're all just amazing. And they really help you exponentially accelerate your business results. Absolutely. And it's even like even a way to get, I mean, my marketing brain's like, oh, you can send it to XYZ who has a summit or donate them and say, hey, let me send you a copy or can I get this in front of your, can I put it in your gift basket? And they're sending out, you know, things for theirs. There's so many ways that you can do that. And yeah, I mean, maybe not necessarily you don't write a book to sell it. It's just more of like, think, I mean, you hand out flyers, you hand out business cards, you hand out stuff that they throw away or they might miss in their email box, but a book is kind of hard to misplace and it'll end up hopefully on a shelf somewhere. I mean, I've got just things, you know, have I read them? <laughs> not all of them, but you know, they're there. I know they have them. They're on and front forward and I can reference them. So it's, it's a book versus let me send you my pamphlet. You know? <laughs> right. It's besides the credibility piece, your marketing material, when you have a book has shelf life. So pun intended, right. Is that nobody throws out the book. It lands on your shelf. And it really becomes that thing where you're top of mind. So maybe somebody doesn't need your product or service, whatever it is you're, you know, selling right now, but that brochure and that business card that land in a drawer or in the garbage doesn't happen with a book. It, it stays on that shelf. And when somebody's ready to, to jump on your product or service, then you're the one that's top of mind. So that's a great, it was a great little segue. Yeah. I mean, I just was just thinking back in the sales days when I would go, not door to door, but office to office, you would always want to give them, you bring your sample for your presentation, or you always are like, can I give you this or that? And now it's like, grab my PDF, grab my, you know, it's all digital. Now I can get, here's a copy of my book. 
or here's the first chapter, you know, there's different ways that you could do it. And so I think it's brilliant. I'm so excited about getting a chance. Like you convinced me to, cause you're like, Oh, you could do that. Cause I was always thinking about doing one, maybe like, like about my life or something, but never really thought of it as a business tool for at least my platform. But makes sense. I guess maybe for me, it was like the content creation and you're like, Oh girl, no, like, so I'm really excited. I wanted to tell you guys, my listeners, as I know a lot of you have your own businesses and when you hear book, you probably are thinking like time, or maybe it's like, I don't even know where to start or maybe no one wants to hear what I have to say. You know, so how do you overcome those things with your clients? That's a great question. And it's, it's true. The top three um, objections, if you will, that I, that I usually get is that people think it's going to be really hard. So are they smart enough or good enough? What if they can't write really well? What if English is your second language? Um, that ob- objection comes up a lot or that, that concern comes up a lot. And for those people, I say, well, if you're already a, um, a subject matter expert, if you're already teaching um, or doing work in your space, you likely have almost all of the material you need probably in your laptop. So again, I, my PR and media girl, she was so, so smart. So she talked, she's the OPP girl. So mm-hmm. she called this the CPP method of writing your book. Mm. the copy paste and publish Ah. (laughs) so for largely if you've ever done a powerpoint presentation if you've ever given a talk and you've written notes on it if you have handouts that you hand to your clients if you if you're working with them on a consulting type of basis or if you have marketing material from your company um in all likeliness you've got a lot of the content already sitting in your laptop and i just show you how to organize it properly and turn it into more of a book format so Mm -hmm. that's um number one Uh, The other part about it being hard or they don't think they're smart enough or they're not a great writer. I teach people some really great tools and strategies to speak their book to life. For a lot of people, speaking is easier. And you can easily talk some of your ideas or even hit record if you're sitting with a client and then send that off to a transcription service and get it typed out for you, right? right? So there's another idea. And then the last part is, is at the end of the day, you end up getting it edited, right? So you can... You can always edit a bad page, but mm. you cannot edit a blank page. So part of the, mm. the, the challenge or the, the overcoming that obstacle is just getting started, taking that first step and knowing that there's people that, and there's a team that's going to be around you to help you um, get it right. Ooh, that was a good one. Wow. Right? Yeah. Mm. And the second objection that I usually get is that it's going to take a lot of time. So people think, oh my gosh, this is going to be so long and such a hard process. I've just kind of explained part of why that wouldn't be because you've probably got a lot of the content sitting there. Another thing is that what most people don't understand is that it only takes 60, like six zero, 60 pages in a Word document. So you open up a Word document on your computer, you only have to fill 60 pages to have a 120 page book. Because mm. once it gets formatted down into the size of a book, your content doubles. Right. So 60 pages. Think about that. Could you write a page a day? Probably. You, if you could, there's 60 days. You could have enough content that becomes your manuscript. Hmm. So I teach people simply how to follow a writing plan so they can get the content done. I have some great strategies too on how to help prevent writer's block. 
So we go through some of that stuff in the program. We do a lot of stuff in the planning phase to make sure that you're writing the right book. You mentioned it earlier, Heather, about, you know, writing the, about the story of your life. So um, I call that the difference between your passion book and your profit book. Mm. So your passion book would be like your, your autobiography, a book of poetry, maybe a novel, something that um, you're excited about or passionate about. And maybe they're a combination of both because you can weave your story into your book and you should because it, it solidifies why you're an expert subject matter, right? Because a lot of people get to their business by their life experiences. So that's great. But your profit book and my PR and media girl, I mentioned her a lot because she was brilliant. Um, she used to call it her heart book versus her food book. So your heart book, again, your passion book. Your food book or your profit book is the one that puts food on the table that attracts clients and money into your business. You also mm -hmm. talked about, you know, you don't get rich selling books. So I'm not teaching you how to write a book so you can sell $10 books. What I'm hopefully doing is you've got a $500 program or a $1,000 program um, or, you know, you, whatever you sell brings more profit in so that you give your book as that credibility piece but then you're attracting a bigger amount of profit from what you're selling on the back end either your product or your service mm -hmm. so um these are some of the you know the tools that i teach people to help it happen fast and in fact the program is 90 days so you can have you can be a published author in 90 days following this program so it's once you get down to it it's quick and easy and it's fun and it's exciting and we do it in a group format. So you're with other people. So celebrating, you know, moving forward and, 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 and celebrating this accomplishment for yourself and your business. Absolutely. And yeah. I know, um, that this is something I wanted to do for you and I want to make sure that, um, my listeners know about it. And so Kim has her program starting next week. And so I'm going to be in it. So if you wanted to hop in or have questions like this is going to be airing right as it's going. So, um, we'll have all the information for how you can find Kim and we'll have her, um, just kind of like tell us here, but it'll all be in the show notes and all the things linked and you can DM and, and everything like that. And, um, yeah. I think it's fantastic. It's something I explored last year, but just, you know, life, happens and you're just imposter syndrome maybe comes up a little bit. And so when we met, I was like, you know what, let's just do it. I'm like trying to go forward and trying to grow this year. So let's, you know, help myself, I guess, in this situation. So, um, can you tell us where we can find you and all the things? Yep. So for, to find me on social media on all of my platforms. So Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. You can find my my handle is at the real Kim Day. Um, the, I believe all the links are in the show notes, so you'd be able to find me there. Anyways, click on any of the links and send me a friend request. Shoot me a comment that says, "Hey, I heard you on uh, Chaos and Cookies, <laughs> and I'd like more information about the book program." So I would be happy to get on a call with anybody, whether you think, oh my God, hundred percent, I am in, I want to do this right now. We can hop on a call and talk about that. If you're also thinking, well, 
you know, I've kind of always wanted to write a book, but I'm just not sure if this is the right time or if this is right for me or if this would work for my business. Then again, hop on a quick call, happy to have a conversation uh, with you and determine whether this is a great fit because it's not about saying yes to me and my program. It's really about helping you make the decision of whether you need to say yes to yourself and your business and whether this is something that you want to do. So I'm super chill. I'm not some sort of like high pressure sales girl. I just, no, you're not. I love having conversations about, about, um, you know, the possibilities of where this could take you. And and it's exciting to me, whether you say yes or no, it's totally fine. I just love having conversations with people about their book ideas. Kim, Kim is amazing. We've only chatted uh, like what one or two times in person and we end up like, okay, we're just going to hop on real quick. And then we end up talking forever. But I like, I'm a chatty person. like what you say, you know, but we just, it's just so fun because there's so much experience and there's just so many things that like you learn about each other. And I have to say, so in our group, when we meet, it's like a networking event. Everyone's like, call Kim. I'm doing this with Kim. I'm writing my book with Kim. It's coming out next month. I'm like, what? If you, you know, holler at her. And she's so, so that obviously credibility wise, but it's now getting to know you. I just cannot wait because it's so fun. And there's actually some more stuff that I wanted to have you on for too, but definitely wanted to spotlight you on this episode, but we're going to have you back hopefully. And we're going to kind of talk deeper on like how you got into business and why and all those things. Cause I think that we had that conversation. It's so great. And I think lots of moms and business owners could really relate to your story too. Yeah. I love that. And I'd be happy to come back and do more. And I'm so excited for you, Heather, and your book that's going to come out this year. Like, wow, that's going to be super, super exciting. I'm so happy. And thank you very much for helping me with that. And I'm so glad that we're going to keep on rolling together. It's going to be so fun. So I, appreciate you coming on and talking about everything. I really, again, want to just kind of get the word out for you and for all those listening in case they were interested, because I know I'm sure it was in the back of somebody's head and um, we will definitely um, have you back soon. I would love to. It would be a pleasure. It is always, always a joy talking to you. I can't believe, yeah, it feels like we're we've been friends forever and it's only been like, a, like, like three a days, couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, three, meetings. three meetings. So yes. Yeah. That's so fun. Well, I appreciate it guys. Go check out the show notes, go check her out on social. And, um, if you guys want to jump in with me, I will be in there and you'll be hearing me talk about it soon. So awesome. Thanks Heather for having me. And, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. And you guys, we will catch you on the next episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.